I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. Gender studies could be phased out at New College of Florida beginning in 2024. WMNF's Chris Young reports that a motion to start the process passed at a New College Board of Trustees meeting yesterday. Christopher Rufo, conservative anti-diversity activist and Board of Trustees member, proposed the ban via Zoom. There is great historical precedent for abolishing programs that stray from their scholarly mission in favor of ideological activism. And this happened at the University of California, Berkeley, when its criminology school uh, turned into a kind of uh, uh, activist-oriented program. Uh, They they abolished it. They they canceled it. This happened also at the University of Chicago when their education school was taken by people who shifted it in a very ideological and activist direction. It was no longer scholarly in nature. They abolished it. Um, The best universities when they have programs that do not fit in with the mission, that are not closely hewn to the, to the scholarly in, intentions of the university, make the hard calls to discontinue those programs. Amy Reed is a board of trustees member and the director of gender studies. I have a statement to make. Quote, we stand with gender studies. Women's and gender studies has been, a central, has been central to the American liberal arts for 50 years. Established at New College as a joint disciplinary AOC in 1995, our gender studies program has grown because of the participation and support of faculty in all three divisions. We recognize the value of the GSP for the college's liberal arts curriculum as a hub of interdisciplinary inquiry for faculty and students and as a significant resource for programming for the whole campus community. Amy said the motion violated the principles of Sunshine Law. My concern is that members of this board were informed ahead of time, individually, that this new business that is not on the agenda was going to be brought forward. I believe that that is inappropriate. Personally, I received a phone call at 11 o'clock on Saturday evening from someone telling me of this rumor. I have subsequently been called by reporters and I have been contacted by other faculty at other institutions in Florida about this. So I do believe that there was consultation um, in advance of this motion, and I do believe that that is a violation of the principles of the Sunshine Law. Grace Keenan, trustee member and New College student, questioned interim president Richard Corcoran about the motion. I had a quick question. First, but then I'll... Uh, Mr. Corcoran, what's your stance on this? You guys are the trustees and you have this right to decide, but I think that... Um, I will absolutely do the will of the motion. I'll look into it and whatever that process is and move forward. I, I don't disagree with the substance of the comments. Trustee well, uh, what do you What do you mean by that? What substance I of what you, comments? I, I just stated my position. You can vote yes or no as far as I'm concerned. Trustee well, as, as the interim president. I believe in the substance of their statements. The motion passed seven to three. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. New College of Florida officials interviewed three final candidates yesterday vying to become the school's next permanent president, including current interim president Richard Corcoran. The trustees also interviewed Tyler Fisher, an associate professor of modern languages and literature at the University of Central Florida, and Robert Gervasi, a former interim president at the University of Mount Union in Ohio. Fisher acknowledged that being the president of New College would be a big jump in his career, and Gervasi described a goal to foster an environment that brings left and right together. The interviews took place prior to a meeting of the New College trustees yesterday afternoon in which the board gave initial approval for a business plan to guide the school. 
Corcoran, a Republican former Speaker of the Florida House of Representatives and a former state education commissioner, has helmed the school since February and has sought to make over the school with a conservative emphasis. Corcoran's plan would add athletic programs, create a new logo for the school, and add courses on practical application of artificial intelligence and a Freedom Institute to address cancel culture. The trustees did not take action on making a selection among the three candidates yesterday and have not indicated when the board is scheduled to make a selection. School district leaders across the state are taking a patchwork approach to a college credit psychology course as many high school students head back to class this week. Amid a disagreement between Governor Ron DeSantis' administration and the college board, there has been confusion over the college board's advanced placement psychology course. The confusion is rooted in a controversial Florida law restricting instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in schools. The State Department of Education reportedly told school superintendents the schools were not allowed to teach a unit in the psychology course dealing with gender and sexual orientation, which led the College Board last week to issue a statement saying the state restrictions would prohibit teaching the course. Later, the Department of Education said the course could be taught in its entirety in a manner that is age and developmentally appropriate. Still, uncertainty has continued as school started yesterday in many districts, says Bill Montford, who is the CEO of the Florida Association of District School Superintendents. It's a tremendous challenge for students. Keep in mind, uh, these courses, like AP Psychology, have a tremendous impact on class rankings, their GPA, uh, whether or not they can get into the college of their choice. A number of districts have dropped the psychology course and replaced it with other college credit courses. Some are moving ahead with the AP course, and other districts are struggling to decide what to do. The confusion over the course comes as local school officials also deal with issues such as teacher and staff shortages. The Florida legislature passed a law this year that allows all students, regardless of income, the ability to apply for a voucher worth around $8,000. Hillsborough has seen the number of students requesting vouchers increase from about 11,000 to nearly 19,000. President of the Hillsborough Teachers Association, Rob Crete, says expanding the vouchers for private schools is siphoning money away from public education. It's not creating an opportunity for students as it's being sold to the public. And once again, that these private schools are not held to any of the, uh, the rules and regulations that public schools are. The state's main scholarship distributor expects more families to apply for the vouchers throughout the year. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.